Oh boy, do we have a great show today, folks. I mean, we are locked and loaded with some great stuff. It's time for the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway Along for the Ride podcast, driven by your friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting this season. NFL Bowl season, esports, NBA, you got it. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your awards. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, where we start last night is uh, Luca. Luca, 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 Doncic, who had an amazing 60-point effort as the time we recorded this last night. 60-point effort, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. Bob Ryan, where does this rank in efforts, individual efforts that you have seen throughout your illustrious career? Well, it's 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 an all-timer. It's right up there with some of the greatest uh, individual games, uh, certainly, that, that the league has known, uh, uh, I, I think. And uh, the thing about this, though, to me, is I think we don't start with Luca. We start with Nicola, and then we talk about the fact that are we talking about a middle European, anything you can do, I can do better? I mean, let's go back to Christmas Day, folks. No, actually, let's go back to the 18th of, of uh, the month uh, when uh, Jokic and uh, uh, Nuggets were playing host to Charlotte, and he hit us. He hit them with a 40-27-10 triple, which we thought was pretty good in a four-point game. That's the other thing. Right. Then on Christmas Day, he went 41-15-15 in a uh, three-point overtime win. Note this. Now we got Luca last night. Uh, the numbers are staggering, okay? 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists, in an overtime comeback win. And he tied the game up to get it into overtime on uh, uh, with, with, with a, uh, and as a result, after having missed, deliberately missed a free throw uh, and all the ball being batted around, he, he heaved one from about 12 feet and it went in. Anyway, look, uh, this guy is a marvel. He, is, he, he doesn't... He, He's not sculpted. Neither one of them. They're not sculpted. That's uh, what I was I, thinking. When, when you were saying that, that's exactly what I was thinking, Bob. It's like, <laughs> these guys' physiques compared to the rest of the top players in the NBA, they're, they're I mean, they're in the gym, I'm sure, but they don't look like they're No, in the gym. you know, it, it's like when you look at a guy like a, a good example of a big man who is, you know, a extraordinarily overtly athletic of MB. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about him before we're done, too, what he's doing. And but and, and he's an athlete and he's an excellent basketball player. These other guys are they're athletic, you know, in a bird sense, the hand eye. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, the intelligence. They're good athletes. Good, but but uh, they're basketball players. That's what they are. And there's a you know, you if you're both, you know, okay. But if you're if you if you you can just you don't have to be extraordinarily athletic in the in the sense that we have come to uh, you know define it in the 21st century uh, to to be a good basketball player. And these two guys are obviously exceptional basketball players. The thing that I love about both of them, particularly Doncic, uh, Don because he is 
uh, smaller and he does face the basket uh, and, uh, and handle the ball actually directly more. He goes wherever he wants to go. Yeah. <laughs> and it, he goes at, at his pace. I'm coming. You're not stopping me. I'm taking my time. Uh, you know, it, it's it, this is part of the deal. It, it, that it makes it so fascinating to watch him. You know what the incredible part is? His supporting cast. Mm. The second best player is Christian Wood. You know, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie's a nice player, right? right Tim right, Hardaway right. Jr. is a nice player. But, like, this dude needs help. And, and maybe that's part of why he's putting up these you know, ungodly numbers is because he has to, and he's got the ball in his hands all the time. And you actually hear people criticizing, right? you know, the Mavs for that. Everybody else stands around and watches. Well, they don't – I mean, he, he does do a lot of dribbling, but he finds guys – he he scores, he rebounds his position about as well as anybody in the league. Um, and again, like he might, I tweeted it last week, Tatum, you know, MVP front runner. Listen, it could change every game with these oh, guys. It, we've got some, a lot of the worthy candidates this yep, year. That's right. And that's fine. And, you know, it, this is a discussion that, um, you know, 20 years ago wouldn't be taking place any earlier than the trading deadline at the earliest, you know, that's right. where we are now because of people like us and yep. talk shows and the proliferation of media and competition and topics needed. Well, I, I also think Bob, it's that, but I also think the parity of the talent in the league has increased greatly. If you went 20 years ago, it was, well, let's do, you know, where are we then? I mean, that's the Michael, right? That, that's the, Michael. Well, that, no, yeah. 20 years ago was the Shaq Kobe era, you know, Shaq real. Kobe. So, but generally, as I remember, and we could start with Larry and Magic. It was like yeah. Larry Magic, and then, and really nobody else. Then it was Michael, and then Barkley a little bit, and then you went to Shaq and Kobe. But now you go across the league, and I think it is because of the European um, uh, impact on the league, is you go from whether it's Memphis or Dallas or Denver or Boston or New Orleans uh, or the Lakers on any given night, or the Clippers. I mean, I was just looking at the standings. I mean, there's like a Hall of Fame stud on like 15 teams. I, I wonder, Bob, why is that? Why do you think that is that there's more guys across the league than than just two dominant players, two or three? I think it's, well, part of it's the globalization. Glo no question. And, of, and I'm big on that. And and, and also just uh, guys get inspired. I would like to think that John ja Morant, the little John Morant. Right. I, I don't know if, if he overlapped, if, if, if he would have looked up to, say, Iverson. I think Iverson was an inspiration for some guys uh, in, in at his time, mm -hmm. I'm sure. And we all know how many guys have been inspired by Kobe, you know, the, the current crop. This generation. Yeah, it, this it, generation. They're, they're inspired by these guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I never get tired of watching John Morant. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm with you on that one, Bob. But, I mean, just real quickly, I mean, if you look in the East from the Celtics to the Bucks down to the Nets, which will get – the Cavaliers have studs now. I mean, yeah. Garland had, what, 46 the other night. The 76ers, and you're talking about Embiid. Yeah. Um, the Heat are in the eighth, but we know the Heat have players. Um, then, you you know, you go over to the West, and, you know, hey. you go to Mavericks, Suns, Clippers, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Nuggets, and and even, the you know, the Trailblazers, all All-Stars. All-Stars on every team. I, I, I mean, the Lillard league has never been better when it comes to talent. Lillard was on my top 75. He was close. He was, he was one of my last selections. Uh, you got Zion is playing. He's on the floor. Knock on wood right now. Yeah, Kawhi's coming back. You know, Kawhi's coming back now. And right. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, so, that's good. It's it's a it's a bountiful. Well, I wonder how how much of this too, guys, is when you're looking at the numbers now. It, it's a different, it's a different league now where all the numbers are are I don't want to say inflated, but they're obviously offensively they're so different than they've ever been. I, I wonder if that plays into it at all too. Sure. Um, I mean, listen, people look. I mean, kids are coming out of the womb shooting the three. I mean, it doesn't matter. You got seven footers. Everybody can shoot the three, right? I mean, everybody. That's pretty much everybody but Ben. Right, but, right. Well, yeah. No, he, I'm not. I'm not away. Conversation, I've been right. keeping my eye on Ben. We're gonna, I don't want to. I want to make sure we touch on him before we get out of here today. But um, no, you're right. It's it's the world. Oh, of course. And uh, I think the greatest. Well, I, I took. A, I'm just throwing this in the conversation because he is a seven footer who shoots threes. The most amazing career adjustment I have ever seen in all the years I've covered the league, 53 plus years, is Brooke Lopez going from being a textbook, back to the basket, aircraft carrier, Al McGuire center, (laughs) into a guy who is a major three-point threat. Look at the – and you go back and just look at his career stats and how – you know, it wasn't even part of his thinking when he came into the NBA, and and what, look what he's become. And the, the tribute to him, he 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 did the thing that I wish uh, Ben would do, but that's another story. Um, anyway, no, so he's an example. Embiid's uh, three points. Jokic is a three point shooter. Da, of course, Doncic is, but Jokic is six ten, six eleven. No, no, it's the game now. It's the game. <clears throat> it's 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 the game. And and uh, and and they and then the other part B of this is, and we mentioned that, that John Morant. Um, once upon a time, I used, there was a there was a distance spot in the league that I called Curry Land, and he was the its sole occupant. He was the only guy who 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 operated in Curry Land. Well, guess what, folks? Trey Young operates in Curry Land, and he ain't the only one. And it's yeah, so, he, he's not Steph Curry. No, he's not. But he he shoots. He can make him from there. Yes, he I, can make him. I'm from just there. saying. Well, well, and at some point, Florida. maybe next episode, I, I do want to talk a little bit about Trey Young uh, because some of the uh, speculation that he'll be the next, I think Chris Haynes put it out there, he'll be the next uh, all-star to demand a trade. And um, mm-hmm. where the league's going with that. Okay, fine. That's good. We'll good. keep with that. That's a big market tease right there. So as we pay homage to Luca, you wanted to touch, which was a terrific night again, 60 points, 21 rebounds and 10 assists. Again, in a 126-121 win over the Knicks. Uh, you wanted to touch on Embiid, Bob. And before we move on to the Nets, I wanted to give you that opportunity. Yeah, well, the last I mean, three games, I, he's had 48, 35, and 44. Take your, you know, don't don't sleep on Philly. Don't sleep on Philly. And, and uh, yeah, I got Embiid here. Where the hell is, oh, here we go. His last three games, 44, 35, 48. And he, he, and he can do it every which way. You know he can put it on the floor and take it to the hoop. He can post up. He can he can face that three. Uh, he's he's a monster. And and you know um, he just you know he's also a character, which is fun. You know. Yes. And no, I don't know he's, if he's, he's like a blast. I don't know what he's like. You know if, if he's a uh, if, if he's I don't know. You tell me, but I I, I enjoy. No, he's far. fun. <clears throat> he's fun. He's he's happy. He's uh, always smiling. You know, again, I, I know a lot of people probably don't like him around the league because he, he talks a lot. And, <laughs> you know, there'll be some some, you know, supposed cheap shots that he might take on the court. But uh, Joel 
has always been one of those guys that um, just kind of embraces people. Uh, and, and I think that that's the fun part. You need personalities in the NBA and, uh, and he's one of them. Cause a lot of guys are, you know, I don't want to say too cool, but, but they are, they watch like Kobe, right? Like you said, Bob, right. they grew up watching Kobe and Kobe yeah. was too cool, right? He didn't want to show too much. He wanted to be that, that, that guy that just, um, you know, was a stone cold, you know, yeah, killer, killer in terms of, yeah. yeah, how his mentality was, um, so I think Embiid to see his personality is is a lot of fun and and again there's nobody like Joel out there. There's when Joel is focused, there's nobody who can stop him. Nobody. No, yeah, and we we know that the Celtics have had their hands full with him over oh, the sure. years, and if they would have played him in the playoffs, uh, you know, uh, it, it would be a handful. Um, oh. a, a team I think I want to get to because uh, clearly something's going on and, and good for them. And that's the Nets. Right. There was an interesting story in the New York post on um, uh, Tuesday of, of this week in which uh, the thrust of it was we're, we're also, we're doing well because it's all about basketball. Right. And I think we all understand what that's referring to. Bob, can I interject real quick? I also saw that it's their defense. Oh yeah. Well, they, they, they played none before. Absolutely. <laughs> no. They played none before. Right. Uh, that's what, but, but they're, you know, that you, you know, who is not distracting them. As a matter of fact, you know, who his, his last five games, you ready? Go ahead. 32, 38 of oh, four games. He, he sat out at the third game. His last four games, 32, 38, 18, 32. We're talking about Mr. Irving. He can oh. play. You never, you can, you never forget. <clears throat> I never forgot for one second when he was going through all his stuff last year, the guy can play. He's an all time talent. All-time talent. Yeah, I mean, the, the the key is, again, getting those three on the same page, which apparently they've done at least uh, this last stretch of winning 13 in the last 14. And, you know, and, Ben Simmons can be what Ben Simmons is, right? If you have two of the best offensive players ever to play this game on the floor at the same time, you can afford to have Ben Simmons. Um, yeah. it, it, we'll see in the playoffs if it catches up to him. Oh, that's that he thank doesn't you. shoot. That's Right. Here's his last four games. Assists. Eight, 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 eight. <laughs> okay. And, and look here's at his, rebounds. Look at rebounds. Here's his, here's his last six games FGAs. You ready? Yep. Nine, seven, five, seven, nine, five. Yeah. The guy knows who he is. Yep, he does. Now, he does. We, you know, I, of course, have an objection to. You don't like it. Yeah, you don't like it, but it fits <laughs> with those two guys oh, better right. than any two players right. probably in the NBA right now. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a wise move for them that, you know, and so you got to pay attention to them. Now they've added a little extra added a component in TJ Warren. Who could score another could score. score. Yes. And, and you know, that, that is coming off a, tw a 23 point game, his last game. I looked him up, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he, he, you have to he be a great year two years ago. Then he got hurt. He got hurt in Indiana. In you know, that he had a three year run of 19, 18 and 19 points a game. Well, I didn't. He just flew under my radar. I remember, remember how good he was in the bubble. Do you remember? You remember yeah, the now, bubble? Now that you mention it, now that you mentioned it, right? Yes. Now, he I went bananas in the bubble. I had so, forgotten that. Then he got hurt, but yeah. he's perfect again. You throw him out there with KD and Kyrie, and then you got Ben Simmons with like Royce O'Neal or or Claxton, one of those guys, and 
Listen, the bottom line is Ben Simmons prior to the injury was one of the best defenders in the game. Okay. Claxton is a good defender. Royce O'Neal's KD is a good defender. The only one of the group that sucks defensively is Kyrie. And, and, and TJ Warren's not a great defender either. But Kyrie, Kyrie is the one guy who cannot defend and will not defend out of that group. But the rest of them can. And if they're willing, like we'll see now. Like I, and and give Jock Vaughn a ton of credit I'm here right. because it was supposed to be Ime Adoka, according to a couple of the biggest um media people out there who said it was going to be Ime that fell through and they settled for Jock Vaughn. But you know what? All it's about is like, to me, managing people oh. is the biggest thing for, 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 you know, Absolutely. whether it was Steve Nash and Steve Nash was probably too nice a guy. My guess is Jock Vaughn kind of holds him a little bit more accountable. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team is rolling right now and we'll see if they can continue well, it. And then we'll see, what it looks like in the playoffs. I mean, and there's additional firepower sitting in the wings with with uh, Seth Curry. Yeah, Harris sure. is hurt again. He may, I don't know, if we'll ever count on him. I have to x him out of it for the time being. But Seth Curry will be back. They got firepower. That's this is they're they're starting to look like one of those teams you don't want to face in the playoff teams. You know, which you get in every sport. You know, you don't want to. But uh, hey, you know, good for the mix. It's fine. They're they're they're. they're I think they're very much for real. Uh, I want to elaborate on Jacques Vaughn a little bit because I saw this, um, Jeff. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing here. We stripped the playbook. Guys are playing free of mind. Uh, do Are you seeing that and your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, like, they, they're, again, I, I think sometimes, too, it's just a voice needs to change. You oh, know, yeah. sometimes it's just it's the right time. And, you know, it had run its course with Nash, and I'm not sure he was that unhappy. Uh, also, where where for Jock Vaughn, this is another opportunity, and you know, kind of like Joe Missoula in a way. Obviously, Joe Missoula comes in with a better culture this year, but there were a lot of issues going on left behind for Mime that he had to kind of clean up. And you know, it, it's a players' league now. We know that. Unless your name is Greg Popovich, you're not going to lay down the, the 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 wood with these guys. You got to let them kind of at least feel like they're they're, they're running the show. Maybe that's the the biggest thing, right? Like yeah. make them believe they're running the show, but they're not quite running the show. That's a good point. It's a good point. All right, guys, quick break to remind you that Bet Online <laughs> remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports. You get the latest odds, team matchup info, player new, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite league and events. Leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey, before we go, uh, go on, I just want to back up one more time. Just to point out the story. Uh, Luka Doncic will not turn 24 years of age until February 28th, 2020. Uh, I mean, right. This kid could go down. <laughs> I mean, at this pace, what he's doing, like, I mean, again, just at, at such an early age to be this dominant. And, and you know, part of it, I remember Mike Schmitz, who, who worked for ESPN, him telling me in that draft, he was like, he was touting Luke as the number one pick in that draft. And Mike's now with the Portland Trailblazers, but just telling me like how far advanced he was at that young age. Um, from international competition, and yep, well, 
Probably was 15 when he turned pro. It's amazing. Again, like, but again, him and, and Tatum and Ja at such a young age to be this this dominant, and they've got all all it is is help for those guys. And then there's some other young. You know, I tweeted that out. I said like these three are all under 25, and, and people were like, "Well, what about you know Shea Gilgis Alexander and Anthony Edwards?" I'm like, "No, no, no, those guys aren't in that that category. Like those three are in kind of a category by themselves right now in terms of players under 25." And I think you're you're splitting hairs to some degree when you try to figure out who's the best of the three. They're all different. I think most people would take Luca right now, and rightfully so. But Luca's also got the ball in his hands all the time. Tatum doesn't. Um, you know, Jaw's special too. He just does it a little bit differently than, uh, well, a lot differently than Luca. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, Bob, do you have something else, Bob? Not something that's flashed across my mind, but it, it skidded out into the... Yeah, I hear you, dude. I'm sorry. I missed you. Okay. Anyways, the Celtics did beat the Rockets. That's really not the oh. discussion, but the Celtics have turned around, turned it around in that, you know, Bob, the Bucks. that was a statement game. It, it, it amazes to me, it, you know, the Celtics are still on top of the East, despite that little, you know, yeah. speed bump that they had, which at the time looked like a brick wall. You know, it, 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 it I was like, Oh my God, are the wheels going to come off? Well, I didn't, I didn't feel are the wheels going to come off, but I was like, okay, when are they going to, you know, we knew they'd be back, but then the winner of a Milwaukee uh, was much needed and seemed to set them back on track after two losses to Orlando. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, they, they, I wasn't panicking. I, w- I wanted to, but I thought I definitely thought that they needed to show up against Milwaukee, and they did, and that was very re- reassuring. But you know, go look at the uh, three-point shooting. I'm sorry, live by it, die by it thing. Yeah, I still was, what ultimately still worries me about this team in the long run. And although we're going to get to a new component that changes things, but um, uh, it's they were they were shooting at an extraordinarily high rate in the beginning of the year, and you know there had to be a market correction, and we had that severe market correction in that stretch that you just alluded to, yeah. and even the first half last night there was another dreadful first half shooting uh, before they you know and and uh, and all that, but there I I I was reassured about that. Now let's get to the um, the the big addition. Because it it it, it I, when they were, were there last night, right? You were there. I was there last night. What, yeah, not a big time win, but 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 there was something that you saw. By the way, talking about youth, uh, the team that Stephen Silas put on the floor, the elder statesman of the starting lineup, was 22 years of age. Uh, wow, Kevin Porter wow. Jr. and went and ranged from 19. By the way, Jalen Green, he's pretty damn good. I you he knew that. Good, you he? told me. Yeah. You told me, Jeff Goodman. I you sold yeah. him to me. I didn't, but I. I I like him a lot. You have to like him. Okay. Um, folks, I, I'm, you can't overestimate how important Robert Williams is going to be to this team if they're ever going to win a championship in the year 2023. Robert Williams already has made significant contributions to this team. And he he does stuff they can't get anywhere else. You know? First of all, they're not a good rebounding team in general terms. You know that they have nobody in the top 20. I think it's 20. 
the leading rebounder statistically, I think, is Tatum with eight a game. Okay. Um, now they got a guy that gets the ball and and makes he keeps balls alive. There was a great sequence last night with a back tap, boom, for a three-pointer for Grant Williams. Uh stuff like that. He's been doing it and he's been doing it from the minute he came back. Even in the loss games, he looked he was making contributions. Last night, you know, he had his, look at the rebound, rebound totals. Uh, he had 10 in the first 11 minutes he was on the floor. Um, you know, he's running around on, on, on guarding six different guys at defense at once. Uh, they need this guy. This guy changes a lot. A lot. Yeah. No, he. I mean, he, he gives anybody a different element, right? I mean, Al Horford is almost the, the complete opposite of yeah. Robert Williams in a lot of ways, right? You're oh. not throwing lobs to Al Horford. <laughs> no. You're throwing no. lobs. You, you can – He's a bailout guy on offense where if you get in the lane and you don't know what you're doing, you can just kind of throw it up there and, and go let him get it. He'll get it on his own anyway off the offensive class. And then defensively, he gives you what you haven't had, which is a rim protector and a yeah. rebounder. Yeah. Now, the biggest question for me is, will he be healthy when it matters most? Period. That's all that matters him, to me. Keeping him on the floor has been the entire story for, for his career here. And and that that that's it. So, but I just think it's been a story to me, a, a stark reminder of how of his, of his importance is what we're looking at here. I, I, I don't think we can overstate, you know, that how he, he how, how important he can be. And, and, you know, and whenever going, I wrote this and I'll say it, repeat it here. When they were at their peak, which was up 45 points in, in Phoenix, you know, that team wasn't winning the championship. They're winning only if they have Robert Williams. Right. Right. I agree. I mean, you know, you might get to the, the, the finals or something like maybe without Robert Williams, but, to me, the, the game changes in the playoffs. We know that. The game changes. And, <clears throat> again, it worries me that they are so three-point uh, reliant, right. um, this team. And now with Robert Williams, not that he's a huge offensive piece, but he gives you that different dimension that you don't have to be quite as offensive. Even if you're – you can go up there and get those offensive boards. Um, and, and, again – He'll make it tougher for other teams to score. Would you play him? Like if 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 you're Joe Missoula and coach last night, didn't he? Yes, he did. Joe's Is it an eye issue. Okay, Jeff, we just lost you for a second. I was trouble struggling through his pregame. His okay, eye was now Jeff's me. back. Jeff's back. Gotcha. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. What did Jeff? Jeff, what were you talking about with Missoula? That he had. Uh, he didn't coach last night because he had some eye issue with his eye right before the game. Yeah. And but uh, he also was uh, I read in the paper this morning saying he's not committing to starting Robert Williams in this short release. In the, which it's all about how many minutes he's on the floor. I, I, I'm not going to overstress on that at all. It's uh, we want you. We know we want to restrict his minutes anyway. Right. You know? So that's and, and uh, right I now. wouldn't play him. Honestly, I like the way I, they're using I, him. I wouldn't see on. I would not have him ever see 30 minutes a game. Yeah, in the right. regular season. I don't think there's any reason for it. You have Al Horford. You yeah. just kind of you, you got enough guys unless you're Even sitting Luke, Al Horford. Luke has been, you know, Luke Cornett is not a he's not right. he's, he's been fine. Not yeah, he's fine. He's fine. You know, listen, we could play you. Hey, Bob, we could play you next to Tatum, Brown, Brogdon, and Smart. And and you you might give up a few on the defensive end, but You'll you'll be fine. Oh, by the They'll way, this, what I'm about to tell you is it's not in any way meant to be judgmental. It's just curious. I and it struck me. It hit me when I at one point in the game last night, Jalen Brown had 28 points at that moment. 
in addition to which he had zero rebounds and zero assists at that moment. That is an odd line. <laughs> That's all. Now he eventually got a couple of assists, and and if the the, the, the assists didn't surprise me. The rebounds did, but yeah. but anyway, it was it was jumping out at me. Twenty-eight zero zero. Anyway, all right. And by gentlemen. the way, Jay, Bob, I do want to I do want to wrap up the show uh, quickly. I think that your personal connection with the league over the years, people found it very interesting. And obviously, it was emotional for you last night to see Stephen Silas there as the Rockets coach. Who is Paul's yeah. son? Paul recently just passed away, one of the Celtic greats. Uh, I had intended to go to this game as far back as three or four weeks ago anyway, but I knew I had to go to this game once Paul passed, uh, that Stephen was coming uh, and pay my respects. And I'll tell you what, it was emotional for me. I, I didn't anticipate that this kind of reaction because I have now, oh, that young man, I've been in his presence minimal times. The, the first time was when he was about, you know, was, I told you I, I played Nerf ball on my knees with him in, in Paul's house in Seattle, you know, when he was like an infant, or a, a toddler, excuse me. And then we did a podcast uh, two years ago, or, you know, before last season. He was anyway, I've never been in his presence that much to understand, to see him. And and I'm sitting there looking at him up on that podium last night and uh, in that in the visitor's coach's room. And I'm looking at, Oh my God, he is a younger, I mean, his face now he's growing, he's 40 years old. You know, his, his, that's dad. And, and I hadn't ever seen it. And it just hit me because I was so emotionally tied to Paul Silas and I was choked up and I personally was, uh, uh, and, and of course he, he is so intelligent and he spoke so welcomely about his dad. And, uh, it was, a it, 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 it touched me. I have to tell you, it really did. On that note, gentlemen, have a happy new year. Always a pleasure. And we'll talk to you again next week.